0: Welcome to Progress and Work. I'm your host, Patrick Figures, and in today's episode, we are talking about what we as leaders are supposed to do when employee personal behavior encroaches into the workplace. Consider a hypothetical situation. You're in a neighborhood convenience store over the weekend and you happen to see one of your employees. They don't notice you, but you overhear them in the midst of an argument, use a racial slur. You intervene, de-escalate, and you tell the employee that you wanna discuss the situation with them at work the following week. So on Monday, you pull the employee aside, you ask them to explain themselves, the employee calls it a stupid argument, that they got hot-headed, they didn't mean anything by it. And besides, they say, I wasn't on the clock, it was my personal time. So I, I don't see what it has to do with, uh, I don't see what this has to do with work. So what are you supposed to do in this situation? Do you let the employee go with the warning? Do you formally reprimand them? And if you do decide to discipline the employee, why? Why do you do it? They weren't on company time. In that moment, in that convenience store, they were acting as a private citizen. And regardless of how deplorable their behavior might've been to you, they were not there being deplorable as your employee they were being deplorable as just an everyday person. Do you have the authority as their manager to discipline this employee for their behavior outside of work? And unfortunately, I think this question is particularly relevant in our modern world with the prominence of social media and the blurring of the on the clock and off the clock lines every single leader, every single manager is currently being faced with these situations every day. Leaders have to ask themselves questions not covered in our management classes. Questions like, is it justifiable to employ a racist or a fascist or a jerk? Can someone be reprimanded at work for being a troll at home? The easy answer for all of us is this just isn't our problem. Our roles as managers at work, our professional responsibilities don't extend to policing personal behaviors. And this is a completely understandable way to feel that if the employee didn't break any laws and didn't technically violate company policies, it just doesn't make sense to turn a personal situation outside of work into our professional problem. Why make life any more complicated than it has to be, you might think. People have a First Amendment right to do and say what they want outside of work, you might tell yourself. Maybe we shouldn't be the arbiters of truth and morality for our workplaces. And in these moments of doubt, I think it's natural to look to our larger organizations to help us find some of these answers. And while no company has a what to do if your employee stormed the capital policy, many companies will have guidelines on how to act if employees act counter to the company's values. At companies like Coca-Cola, you might see values such as leadership, collaboration, integrity, accountability, passion, diversity, and quality, the values that Coca-Cola has. At Burger King, they aspire to the values of teamwork and family, excellence and respect. Nike has community, sustainability, diversity, and social responsibility, and all of these stated values are meant to be aspirational and clarifying for employees and us as leaders at those companies, helping guide our actions and behaviors and ensuring that the overall company personnel are in alignment with the organization's stated values. It also serves as a compass for managers to help them find true north in the foggy gray wilderness of real everyday life. And of course, the problem here is that saying everyone should adhere to the company values is easy, but where the rubber meets the road is that assessing whether or not someone did or didn't align with these values is subjective. None of these companies have published material on how to interpret the values they aspire to. All of these things are open to debate. There is no universal standard to determine if someone is acting with respect. And so it's up to organizational leadership to provide interpretations and obviously imperfect assessments as to whether employees are acting appropriately. If these issues were black and white, they wouldn't need us as leaders. You, as a manager, as a leader, are in this position to use your judgment to help legislate issues around harassment or bullying or morality or ethics, etc. Any claim that we might make of this is not my problem misses the entire point of what we are trying to do as leaders in these organizations. Being a leader means leading. It means taking a stance on where boundaries are and having an opinion about acceptable and unacceptable behavior. And the benchmark that we use for acceptable or unacceptable behavior is and can be the organizational values, or it can be your personal values, or it can be your sense of ethics. Where we as leaders fail in this calling is when we narrow our focus, when we say to ourselves and others that this isn't in the manual, so I'm just not gonna worry about it, or technically they didn't violate any corporate policies so there's nothing I can do. What exactly does that message send to your employees? What exactly does that say about how seriously employees should hold to the company values, about how much ethics and morality and doing the right thing in the world matters to people. Somehow we've strayed from getting into our professions, from waking up every day and believing that we want to make the world a better place, but straying off that path once we realize that making the world a better place doesn't have an objective set of criteria. No one is going to come off of the mountaintop with stone tablets and tell you what the 10 commandments of being a good person are. And a good leader is, is not going to happen. The best that we have often is our organizational values or rough policies around personnel behavior. And so it is up to you to try to take what you have and to extend it to ensure that the people that you touch, the people that you talk to and work with every day are holding to these standards and are In alignment with what your company stands for and what you stand for as a leader? Or are these company values just window dressing for slide decks and LinkedIn mission statements and onboarding presentations? Or do they actually mean something? And one of my favorite lines, one of my favorite sayings about values, both personal and professional, is you can tell an organization and a person that adheres to a serious set of values by when they stick to these values, even when it doesn't benefit them, even when it's hard. You find out who you are as a leader when faced with these impossible situations. It is easy to believe That our job is to avoid controversy, to stay out of situations that might be uncomfortable or awkward. But in fact, it is the moments of controversy and uncertainty that are exactly where we are needed, that are exactly where we are tested and our values are tested. As companies, as leaders, as people, our role is to provide strong leadership and direction when things are on. fire. That is when we are most needed. Sure, in a perfect world, we keep our personal lives and our professional lives neatly separated. We wouldn't worry about the racist employee out there yelling at people at the convenience store. We wouldn't worry about the wife beaters. We wouldn't worry about the people storming the Capitol. We wouldn't worry about all of those things because somebody else can take care of all those behaviors, but we do not live in a world where you get to ignore these things. Your professional environment is not in a vacuum. Sorry to break it to you. If the past year has taught us anything is that we do not get to decide and cannot predict the sorts of things that intrude into our workplaces. We've had so many opportunities over the past couple of years to realize that the messy world is not letting us ignore these things at work. So should we go crawling all over our employee social media pages, looking for questionable content or trouble troubling ideas? No. But if an employee acts inappropriately outside of work in a way that becomes public, In a way that makes itself known in the workplace, that is not in keeping with your company values or with your values as a person doing what you think is appropriate, based on a a reasonable interpretation of these things, then discipline and termination is absolutely on the table. It absolutely is. Because who they are outside of work, who you are outside of work, will always be seen as a reflection of who you are and who they are at work. And That's the standard you hold yourself to. Ever since any of us put on a suit, put on our work clothes, we understand that what we do at home, what we do on our Facebook pages reflects at work. You might not get a job because of what's on your Facebook page. We understand those rules. They apply to everyone in that workplace. Do not let people fool you into thinking that reasonable discipline for unconscionable personal behavior is an encroachment on someone's First Amendment rights. The First Amendment has a proud tradition in this country of protecting people from prosecution over whatever horrid things they may choose to say. But it was never intended to protect people from the consequences of their words and actions. We can never allow ourselves to forget that our behavior as leaders is seen as a tacit endorsement of what is considered acceptable in our workplaces. The behaviors we choose as leaders to ignore or tolerate sends a message. This is someone that belongs here, it might say. This is someone you should emulate, it might say. This is someone whose values reflect our values, our actions, might say. All across the country, companies are making choices about the employees that choose to represent their brand. Not necessarily because these employees violated black and white corporate policies, but because these employee behaviors ran so counter to the organizational values and standards. Some behaviors do not get the benefit of the doubt, do not get second chances. And it takes courageous leaders like you and like me to draw a line in the sand. Good luck out there.